In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the blessed 50 joyous days. And still we are in Romans 6.4 that he is telling us now we have one option. We should walk in the newness of life. And through the journey we had in the first week of the 50 joyous days, we spoke about the new creation. How God has given us this breath of life. We lost it in the first Adam and we restored it in the second Adam in the first day of resurrection. Then we have seen that the connection between the bread of life and obedience. If you have the bread of life, if you have the power of the life of Christ conveyed to you, it means you are living a life of, of repentance. And last week we spoke about leaving your water pot. Whenever you come before the Lord, He is asking me to forsake something for the sake of the kingdom. And everyone, every time when you open your Bible or when you hear a sermon, the Holy Spirit is convicting you and me to leave something for the sake of the kingdom. And our title today is Light and Blindness. And if you go back to the reading today in verse 35 and 36, then Jesus said to them, a little while longer the light is with you. Yes, he said exactly that few weeks or few days at the time and then he is going to be crucified. And in your life and in my life, a little while longer the light is with you. You have the opportunity to hear the word. The opportunity of opening eyes to see the reality of who he is. And it might not be the chance for many. And many even are not with us today, uh, we're looking for just another chance to hear and to see the marvelous light of Christ. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. Again, ask yourself, am I know, I, do I know where I am going? If yes, I am in the light. Am I going towards eternity? Am I enjoying my heavenly citizenship or am living a different life? While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. The sons of light and sons of darkness. St. Paul says in Ephesians 5.8 that because you were not in darkness, you were darkness, but now you are light. Walk as a children of light. It's the same message. Christ is asking us, it's time to see if you are living in this marvelous light of Christ or not. And he continued in the same passage in verse 20. He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. And people always are wondering what is wrong if they are going to repent and come back to him. But let us go back where these words came from Isaiah. In next verse he says, These things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. It is Isaiah chapter 6. When Isaiah saw the glory of God and in the end he asked God, God was asking whom I sent. So he said, here I stand, send me. And this was the message. Why? Again, the church father saw this verse 
or this warning is for every one of us not only in the Old Testament but in the New Testament as well but what does it mean? is there a closing time for our repentance? how the, the church fathers understood this text? they said it's three stages of life we go through them and we receive the warning from God they said the first stage when he is giving us certain gifts and we are not using them for, for the kingdom of God so he's asking you and me now for how long you have been given gifts and you are not using these gifts for the glory of the kingdom of God they said for a while it's not one of it's a stage of life it might be 5 years, 10 years, 15 years then the next stage he said he's going to give you more said maybe he's not, he not, he's not having enough to use it for the kingdom so give me more than what I have so the next stage I will start to misuse and abuse the gift for example if, if it was money I am I'm keeping it for myself in the first stage in the second stage I started to use them for something against the kingdom of God the third stage he said he is going to give those people more and more to be the way of their own destructions and when Isaiah was saying these words he was talking mainly about the kingdom of Israel the kingdom of the north God has blessed them a lot before the division in 930 then for 200 years he saved them even many times despite them to worship him for a single day and the time has come now the Lord has told them it's time not to revenge but to take your own reward for what you have done so again it's a warning for every one of us not because I am successful in what I am doing I am in the right direction sometimes I have been left to my own desire to be my own destruction even if it's love of money or success in my business or whatever it is it's telling me watch it is not only, it is not always a sign because you are going successfully in a certain direction that God is blessing it. Sometimes it is my own way of blindness. How? St. John Chrysostom is telling us here, what does the word mean to see and yet not see? We are able to see how the demons get out and say there is a demon in him. It is the same event, the same act we see together. But some of us praising God for the power that He has, He gives us the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. And some others say He has a demon in Him. It's the same scene in front of us. Some has been blinded because of their stubbornness, because of their arrogance, because of their rejection to the Son of God. They are also to see those risen from the dead, Lazarus and the daughter of Jairus and the, uh, the son of the widow of Nain and yet not to worship him, they rather blot how to kill him this is the real blindness and it, we might be in the state of this morning that we hear the good news about him, he is changing people and then I'm blaspheming it, what do I need, do I need a change, I'm good enough I don't need his change or the change is a blasphemy for others I don't need to repent I feel that I'm good enough again still the same lines could be in me and in you to till this morning that's why you'll find the whole reading is strengthening this idea are you in the light or in the darkness 
and how you live this life if you are in this light. St. Paul said in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13 and 14, the first two verses we read today, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. And they think if you are compromising with your sanctification by the Spirit and compromising in believing in the truth, there is something you are out of the calling. You are still living in your darkness. To which he called you by the gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you are called to obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because you have chosen this marvelous light of Christ. St. John in the Catholic is giving us a sign. By this we know, and without this we don't know. By this we know that we abide in Him, and He is in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. He is a Spirit of enlightenment, He is a Spirit of revelation, and through Him we can see of everything according to His eyes. That's why He said in the very end of the reading today, John 12:50, For I know that His command is an eternal life. If you know it, it means you are pursuing it day and night. If you know it, it means you are not going to compromise with it at all. As I said many times before, that the book of Acts is showing us the reality and the example of the whole reading. St. Paul in the whole chapter, or beginning from verse 8, chapter 14 in the book of Acts, went to Lystra and did a great miracle. We were about to worship him. St. Paul refused and told him he is just a man, he is not a God as they believed. And then this happened. The Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there and having persuaded the multitudes who wanted to worship him, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city. So from being wanting to worship him into those who stoned him. Supposing him to be dead, however, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city, into the same city. Why? In Acts chapter 26 and 27, he was telling us that God has chosen him to show all nations the marvelous light of Christ. It doesn't matter that he stoned him. It doesn't matter that he wanted to worship him a few minutes before that. Why? Because I know. I receive the marvelous light of Christ and I can't stop talking about it. He says in John and Acts chapter 5 the same thing. We cannot stop talking about what we have heard and what we have seen. What we have seen is the marvelous light of Christ and now we, we don't accept any of this darkness anymore. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby, and when they had preached the gospel to the city, that city and make many disciples, they returned again to the same city. They turned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. What does it mean? If you have this marvelous light, you will never lose hope, you will never be disheartened. We are always pursuing to receive and to preach this marvelous light of Christ. That's why the psalm today was about the voice of rejoicing. The Lord is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does violently. 
is trying to say that if you are living in this marvelous life of Christ, if you reject this darkness, if you are not misusing or abusing the gift of God, it's time to have this voice of rejoicing. Let me share with you four simple applications. Just think of them during the, during the liturgy or maybe during the week. Check where do you stand. Check if you are in this right direction or not. Are you standing in this marvelous light of Christ or too far from it? Are you compromising with your personal sanctification? Are you compromising with the belief in the truth? Or you are walking in it wholeheartedly? Then check your actions. Is it actions in the light, the one who has the Spirit of God in him? Or my actions always in the darkness? I am hiding each and every aspect of my life. And then check your love. As St. Paul, St. John was telling us, we know if you have this love, if you have these attitudes, then you are walking in this light. And finally, ask yourself and check, am I pursuing this light in my life, in the life of my family, in the life of everyone around me? Or I hear about it. In many occasions we hear about light and are very fascinated with it, but I am still living in my own darkness. It is not a film or a story you are going to hear about it. It's an experience. You need to live it day and night. Let me remind you of the words of St. Augustine that we shared last week. We do not sin when we adore Christ in the Eucharist. Adore Him by your body, your soul, and your spirit. We do sin when we do not adore Christ in the Eucharist. Adoration is not a word, it's an action. We are all required to do it. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Uh,